Konnichiwa! How do y'all? I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie. Welcome to Sumo Kaboom! Where we talk about all things sumo. Yeah, and today we are talking about Chiyo no Kuni. Chiyo no Kuni, Or as we like to say, yeah. <laughs> Chiyo no Kuni. That's right, because he just retired. Yeah, and lucky us, we got to talk with Dave from Sumo Mainichi about... Chiyo no Kuni, one of his favorite rikishi. <laughs> so we'll get back to that in just a moment. But first, we don't have tons of news because, well, let's just put it this way. I've been slacking off on the job and uh, don't have much to say other than the guys are on their summer tour, their fall tour here. Um, I'm out of town. so Everything sounds different. And I have a large pug snoring behind me uh, during this news section. But I do want to skip right over the news and chat with you about our Maki Koshi winner, that we had that we didn't get to do a highlight of last week. And that is Carlo, who was our Maki Koshi winner. Yay. Congratulations, Carlo. Uh, We asked Carlo, like we always do for all of our winners, what brought them into the sport. And Carlo said, I have to credit the show Fight Sports, Grand Sumo on my NBC Sports California channel for introducing me to sumo in 2022. So a newer, a newer uh, fan to sumo. The matches they show are a few cool. years old, but it did get me familiar with a lot of the current rikishi. And with that said, I had only been watching Bashas for less than a year with my very first being last November when Abi beat Takayasu and Takakesho in a three-way playoff. Wow. Oh, I remember that one. I do too. He said that was some historic high drama for my first Basho and Takayasu became my immediate favorite. Yeah, you I have totally good taste. understand as he is also my favorite. Since then, I've grown to love Ura and Hokuto Fuji as much as I love Papayasu. I am sad not to have witnessed Hakuho in his prime, but I'm happy to say I got to see Ochiai slash Hakuoho since day one, and I look forward to where his career path will lead. He lives in Hawaii, and I'm fortunate, uh, he's fortunate enough to be able to watch Sumo from Japan live as they are only five hours ahead. So he gets to watch Jurio starting with uh, Sumo Primetime with uh, Hiro. Ooh. And he also says he still people in Hawaii still love Akebono. I am the only person <laughs> I know that's into Sumo, but I have talked my wife and daughter into visiting Japan next to September, and we will be seeing live sumo in tokyo how cool is that that's so lucky oh you're so fortunate yes so that's about what he says he listens to us and uh appreciates what we do and we appreciate you for playing sumo bingo with us and crushing it and winning it yeah well done carlo well done and do you want to say anything about the winners of the drawing oh yes Oddly enough, another fun fact about this whole bingo tournament is that we drew two numbers uh, randomly from all of our second place winners, one from the Makikoshi side, one from the Kachikoshi side. I drew numbers 11 and 43. And when I sent out the congratulations email, I found out that both of these people had the same last name. And then I thought, hmm, I wonder if they're related. Well, it turns out they were a husband and wife team. They had bingoed completely different on completely different days, but they had mad sumo bingo luck because they both (laughs) got their names randomly pulled out of a hat to win our second place lottery prize. Isn't that crazy? That is. Yeah. So congratulations to them. Um, They've got their prizes. Everybody's gotten their prizes and uh, I hope everybody's still, whether they won a prize or not, still had a good time playing bingo. Perfect. 
Hey, so how have things been? Really good. How about you? Yeah, good. Um, Last Bash Show was amazing, right? Yeah. Oh, oh my amazing. God. So fun. <laughs> so, so fun. Yeah. It was really just nice. Who would have thought? Uh, well, apparently, so. So I pre- so we're really bad with predictions, right? We make predictions and then either forget about them and never refer to them again. But I had, <laughs> I had a really strong memory of tipping Hoshoryu in this last Basho. Did you? Uh, yeah. We throw out just crazy predictions because we're not really like, you know, we don't know what's going on. Um, but then, so then we, we thought, okay, Hoshori is one. Let's try to dig that audio out because I think it's the first time we've ever predicted a winner. Couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> to the point where we, because um, we do Jurio live streams, yeah, we yeah. we downloaded the captions from the <laughs> live stream to go, maybe it's in here somewhere, like it wasn't. So anyway, <laughs> I, I have a very strong memory and Amy has a strong memory of me tipping Hoshoryu, but <laughs> might have been a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you just wished that you did. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> we had a recent retirement of Chio no Kuni, a wrestler that we haven't talked about that much on Sumo Kaboom recently, but I thought it would be really nice to have Dave from Sumo Mayanichi here to talk about Chio no Kuni and why he should be remembered. If you don't know Dave, I'll let Dave introduce himself in this podcast first. Oh, hey, uh, my name's Dave. I'm from a little podcast called Sumo Mainichi. Uh, you might be able to hear that I'm Australian. I'll try to talk slowly. <laughs> but um, thanks for having me on. I'm a big fan of the podcast uh, and very, very happy to be talking Chinakuni. Oh, yeah. And you were the only person we thought of when we thought we want to do something on Chinakuchi because what did I, how did I just say his name? Chinakuchi, which I think, <laughs> yes. you know, it's an affectionate nickname. <laughs> <laughs> because you seem like Chionakuni's number one fan. So I want to know first why he is so important to you. Well, I was thinking about this because I have spent a lot of time in um, in quietness of myself thinking about Chionakuni, reflecting on his career. But I think I think probably everyone has that rikishi that when uh, they start watching, for whatever reason it is, they latch on to this person. And for me, when um, Amy and I started watching, it was Chiena Cooney that caught my eye. I mean, that was probably around 2015, 2016. So he was still in Makuchi. It was definitely his style. Typically, he's a bit of a brawler and it's not, not that I like overly scrappy or aggressive ricochet as a rule, but there was just something about the fact that he didn't dominate. He just went out there day in, day out, threw himself uh, into the bouts. And I, I think also too, that like his sumo didn't look that refined. Do you know, <laughs> you there was like nothing that. beautiful about it. And, and I think <laughs> there was something that that attracted me to it as well. He's a little he's a little raw, I think. Like yeah. when you watch him. But he also has a very perfectly straight back when he is <laughs> you know, it's very weird. But like it's it's ideal. I think when they hunker down at the I call it a hunker, but the Sankyo, whatever they do, and they, mm. they get ready to tachi, his back is so perfectly 
straight and he's but he is like when he after he touch eyes he's a little wild there's a little bit of chaos in there yeah which i the, like the chaos is absolutely something that i like about his sumo well, I, actually i have to say liked about his sumo i'm still getting used to this idea that he's not around anymore um yeah, it's rough. And, and i guess the other thing that that we came across i think it was probably early on in our sumo watching nhk did a little special on chianakuni uh, and it mostly revolved around him helping out his older brother in mm. his ramen restaurant. Mm. So I think at that point, Chinakuni was. This is a Hollywood movie, I have a feeling, that there well, could be a plot line, a Hollywood oh. movie, sumo wrestler helping his older brother well, succeed at a ramen restaurant. Well, <laughs> look, it, it, it came across like, I mean, it wasn't that funny, but it was certainly sitcom-esque in its setting, uh, <laughs> seeing Gina Cooney sitting out the back on a wooden crate uh, rinsing the freshly made noodles. Uh, there's so, you know, there's something about, um, I, like I admire about workmanlike people. And, and I think, you know, mm. on our podcast, Tucker Fuji is another one of these rikishi who sumo is like a job. Yeah. And and that's just the reality of any pro sport that sometimes you you you'll rise to the highest of the ranks and then other times I'm going to work today and my job is to just push this other guy around and then I'll go back and help at the ramen restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so you like his workman style, his uh, yeah, blue collar style. Absolutely. And I, and I mean the the other thing too now I incorrectly when I first started um watching his bouts thought he was a bit older than he was Mm -hmm. and then there was something also too that and this actually went on throughout his career that that idea of just not giving up and I know that sounds a bit a bit saccharine but despite injuries despite age just Mm -hmm. finding a way back yeah because he fought back not once not twice but three times yeah he did and and I mean each time each time the burden of injuries became more and more and more. And it became quite quite difficult towards the end to see him go out there completely taped up. His sumo very much uh, restrained by those those injuries, but still that that desire to step up and keep at it. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you know the 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 kind of I mean the the story of, of those comebacks is quite uh, well, I mean, there's some dark moments there. Yes. Why don't you fill us in on what that story is? Well, now I'm not sure. Has Sumo Kaboom done an ep on the big gambling scandal? Not yet. Yeah, you should really do that because it's one of those things that you know, Amy and I have all these ideas to do. Wow, we should do a special on this. And of course, as, as soon as the Sumo stops, we don't do anything <laughs> until it starts again. Um, but when Chino Cooney was in Jurio, He'd worked his way up and around 2011, I think, there mm-hmm. was a big match-fixing scandal that came to light. Mm-hmm. So what happened was a whole bunch of Jurio Rikishi and Makuchi Rikishi were banned because people were throwing matches and betting, which, right. yeah, horrible thing to think about. But it, but it, it meant is. that a bunch of Makushta Rikishi got promoted very, very quickly. And Chinakuni was one of those Rikishi. So he actually de- made his Jurio debut in July 2011, the Basho after all of these bans took place. So, I mean, his rise was unorthodox, but when he got to Jurio, he actually he was quite comfortable there and made his way up to Makuchi, I think, the next year, 2012. 
But then, and I'm not sure if you've if you've um, read into this a little bit, but he bounced around between Makuchi and Jurio for a while, and then his dad got sick. Mm-hmm. So his dad was diagnosed with cancer, and then from there, I think he turned to the bottle, mm-hmm. which is a you know I, we like to keep it light, but um, you know we, we need to tell the Chianakuni story and honor it for what it is. Yeah, in mm-hmm. full, in and full. everyone ha- has light and dark. So we have to embrace that. We do. Yeah. We do. <laughs> he wouldn't be the first wrestler who's had a drinking problem. I mean, well, they all kind of do. <laughs> well, they all kind of do. I mean, it's very much part of the right. the culture and part right. of that, um, I mean, almost diet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, look, I, I think with the pressures of the, you know, I mean, at that time he'd been injured, his dad was diagnosed with cancer, and then, yeah, the drinking took hold that started to take its uh, take its toll. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, and, and this is why just on its own that the comebacks were incredible, but his Oyakata at the time said, look, we can get you back to Makuchi, but you need to stay off the booze. Mm-hmm. And Chinakuni took this challenge on. He took it on personally. He he gave up drinking because he didn't want to let down his Oyakata or his father who was um, really at that point in recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, but then his Oyakata was diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. So Chino Cooney, he Ugh. said, what about one more drink together? Wow. And then he went back. He trained with incredible and renewed intensity apparently and then made his debut, or sorry, not his debut, his return to Makuchi in 2016 just before his dad and his Oyakata passed away. Isn't that a beautiful story? Ugh. <sighs> The weight that man was carrying. Is, well, yeah. I mean, it's a story. I mean, it's a story yeah. of real life, isn't it? It is. Right. It is. And you, know? you can see just how much passion this this young kid had to prove it to and to honor his dad and his Oyakata. Like what spirit? And I think when you watch him, you see a very big spirit, you know? It's like a big energy. You, you absolutely do. Like we um Speaking to people, we, we were lucky enough to speak with one of the um, translators off NHK years ago, Mickey, who works um, mm, yeah. and does the translations for the English commentators. And she spoke to us a lot about this idea of sumo door, which is like the way of sumo. And I think that mm-hmm. Chiena Cooney, you know, while he didn't set the world on fire, I think he really embodied that idea of sumo door, that, that idea that, that he expressed himself through sumo. And lived that sumo life, and I think you know what a success for him to re- to make that return to Makuchi to show his Oyakata, show his father, you know, I'm a good yeah. kid. I did it for you. I did it for you. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that second rise back to the top division was the rise in which he got his highest rank, Megashira One. Correct? Yes, that's exactly right. So he he went all the way, knocked on the door of Sanyaku. But really, I mean, if we face facts. Sanyaku wasn't for him. Okay. <laughs> you know, and, and I think that's completely <laughs> yeah. fine. Maegashira won huge success. I think so many Rikishi would kill for a career high of uh, Maegashira won. I think you're right. I think that's also why they, at least a lot of the commentators use that phrase, rank and filers. Like a lot of guys are rank and filers and it's hard to be a rank and filer for that many years. Oh, like Takara Fuji, like so many of them. You look at those Maegashira 1 Rikishi, you've got the hardest job. 
You don't get the benefits yeah. of Sanyaku. You don't get the acclaims of Sanyaku, yet you fight Sanyaku yeah. <laughs> and you fight the best of the rest. So, yeah, look, it's an unforgiving position. But, yeah, and, and look, from there it was it was a bit of a slow, painful decline for Chianakuni. And I always felt he had one more <laughs> one more campaign left in him. <laughs> Um, even so, so Amy and I went to see the Osaka Basho in March this year Mm -hmm. and he was in Jurio and what I wanted to say, I I knew this was probably going to be the last time that we saw Chinakuni fight in real life. We were there on the first four days and he lost on those first four days and he won on the fifth day. So (laughs) it was because you were there. Well, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I was screaming Chinakuni all throughout the battle. It might have put him off. Who knows? I would have been screaming Chinakuchi. Chinakuchi. Well, we did something on him earlier. We, with with our Southern accents, enjoy saying Chinakuni. Do you remember that, Laura? <laughs> yeah, we do. Chiona Cuny. Chiona Cuny. It just sounds so stupid with a southern accent. Yeah, no, but it sounds it great. Kind of makes sense. Chiona Cuny, y'all. Hey, now, oh, look, it's Chiona Cuny fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, obviously, everyone knows about the Sanctuary connection with Chiona Cuny. Have you watched Sanctuary? No. I have not. I have not watched no. it. Yeah, Leslie, maybe. have you? No, no. I like this. I like that Netflix produces a you know high budget uh, drama about sumo and yes, and it features <laughs> his brother. It. Yes, it features his brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, and you know, I watched. Wait, wait. What's it called? Sanctuary. Sanctuary. What's it called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched the first episode and I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Good. I'm not sure. We, we got about three quarters of the way through the first episode and thought, ah, uh, this isn't for us. I'm not sure. Mm. I know that it, that we have to go back and watch it, but I just haven't found time to do it. But, of, yeah, of course, Chita Cooney's uh, older brother, who got him into the sport at a very young age, stars in, in Sanctuary. Ah, yeah. I and didn't know that. That's my little brain explosion because in my head, I keep thinking that Chiona Cooney is older than that guy and that guy is his older brother. Yes, that's right. And, and I think it's that Chiona Cooney, he has, he's got the look of someone who's lived a life, I think. <laughs> I think Sumo has aged him not in a positive way. I think you're right because he's <laughs> injured a lot of himself. Well, that's did he true. start at fifteen in sumo, or did he join up after college? No, he, he came in um, at fifteen. Yeah, he came in early. Okay. Apparently, yeah. well, when he was he, in, it was I was yes, just gonna point to that story, please. No, 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 please, you go. We, I think we're talking about I was about just gonna stories. say he, he was foretold that he was. It was. It was foretold to him in something like fourth grade that he was going to be a professional sumo wrestler, correct? By a fortune teller? Well, this is this is where it's unclear. So it's either a fortune teller or a career <laughs> advisor. So oh, I'm sure oh, a career coach. It yeah, might have been a career coach. coach. <laughs> As some kids they're walking along the line going, Doctor, astronaut, firefighter. Sumo <laughs> Rikishi. <laughs> Um, but as you see with a lot of these uh, kids who were good at sumo, they, they 
often are involved in judo, and, and that was um, Chinakuni's sport when he was in high school. I mean, not that you necessarily can see that that judo uh, lineage in in his style. It's a very, very different. He's not a grappler. He doesn't love getting on the belt. He was just about right. there and just pushing as hard as he could as many times as he could. But it's not that he can't do it because there is a very famous bout of his online with Takayasu in which he does go to the belt. Yeah, this was one um, that it did the rounds, thankfully, after Chinakuni had re- retired. Um, I sent this through to you to have a look at. You'd both seen it, both had a look at it. Um, an incredible piece of sumo magic is really the only way to describe it against um, Ozeki Takayasu. So this was back in 2018. This was on Chinakuni's 28th birthday. Wow. So, like, everyone knows that uh, birthday sumo is the best sumo. <laughs> um, but you've got, you've got Takiyasu who's, I mean, at that point he was in the middle of his, um, you know, he'd been Ozeki for probably eight or nine basho. He was looking very, very good. Like, typically you see Chinakuni absolutely throw everything at Takiyasu. There was the pushing, there was the thrusting. He went to the belt, didn't like it, created some space, but knew that he had to do something uh, radical against Takiyasu at the top of his form. You, you then see Takiyasu get a left hand on the belt and you, it's almost like you can see Chinakuni go, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Here you see Takiyasu just execute a perfect throw that sends Chinakuni down to the dirt. Well, at least it should have. Mm-hmm. Chinakuni does the splits. Yeah, Th- this and was- still doesn't touch his butt. I don't know how he didn't touch his butt cheeks to the because he's so close, like within an inch. You should post this bout so that everyone can see it. But, um, yeah, it does the splits. At this point, Takiyasu has almost walked away from this bout because he felt the throw, he felt Chinakuni go down. He's heading back. He's getting ready to get the envelopes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chinakuni has other plans, though, finds his feet. And now I, I can't quite remember off the top of my head if he retained this right-hand belt grip. But when he gets up, he's got the right hand on the belt and throws uh, Takiyasu down. They both crash down, but clear that Takiyasu hit first. I mean, I, I watched this about just one more time before we, um, uh, before I spoke to you this morning. Like, it still gives me tingles watching this. It's incredible. So, so good. And random note. In the musical Xanadu, which I'm sure everyone has seen. Uh, most of our listeners, I'm sure, have seen it. I'm sure sumo yes, fans they are need all to know. watching Xanadu. There's a dancer in Xanadu that does the splits like Chiona Kuni does it in this match, except that he's on roller skates. And the story is he was going across the stage in those splits on roller skates, and it was so low, and the angle of his ankles was so extreme that he broke oh my both God. of his ankles. Yes. Oh. Well, that's on the, Broadway the tragic stage. story of Xanadu. Why are <laughs> Xanadu. we doing an episode on Gee, what the tragedy of Xanadu? <laughs> because Tiona Cooney went down into the, yeah. that, that place and popped back up and I won mean, against Takayasu. For heaven's sake, is that when he got injured? Because he's <laughs> well, been taped up like a mummy ever since. Yeah, I, I, I think it showed some good ankle strength, that's for sure. But I'm not sure yeah. if the ankles it's actually true. were one of those injuries. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's his shoulders or back or the upper body, but 
Yeah. One of the highlights, well, you could call it a highlight statistically, was that Chinakuni finished with one Kimboshi. He beat mm-hmm. um, Kakuryu. Back oh, in, yes, I think that did. was 2017. And, you know, I mean, Kakuryu didn't mind handing out Kimboshis. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, as a Yokozuna, he... It didn't phase him. It didn't, it didn't bother him. No. And I think he's he was, easy going. He's exactly. just easy, you know? <laughs> Look, I'm a huge fan of Kakuryu, but often when you see, uh, you know, middle rank uh, Rikishi with a Kimboshi, inevitably it's Kakuryu who's given it to <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, and I say it's a highlight statistically because it's a Kimboshi, but if you look at the uh, bout, it's a bit of a dud. <laughs> and Chinakuni, I, I wouldn't say that Chinakuni won it, it's more that Kakuryu lost it. I did, I read that he beat Hakaho and I thought, oh, I want to look up that match. When did he beat Hakaho? Turns out Hakaho didn't show up that day. (laughs) That's how he beat Hakaho. Wow. And that's how most people would beat uh, Hakaho, I think. (laughs) I think so. I really do. I think I could probably beat him. (laughs) So how should Chiona Kuni be remembered? What do you think? Uh, well, I, you know, I, I think he's he's certainly going to still be part of sumo. So I, I think we'll, we'll he'll move into that Oyakata position. I think he'll be remembered as a fighter, and, and I think that's probably the most exciting thing. Uh, sorry, and I should say, not fighter as in he did fights, but someone who could dig deep uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, internally very strong. Um, yeah. And I think him being an Oyakata now, I think him – being able to give that to the next generation of Rikishi, I think he might be remembered equally as an Oyakata as he was a Rikishi. I think he's going to have a really good Oyakata career. I sure hope he does. Me I too. sure hope he does. He certainly had a never say die yeah, type yeah. of sumo style to him. And if he could impart just a bit of that to his wrestlers, he'll be a great coach. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, it was before this last Basho, I noted, you know, because Amy and I have been talking a lot about, are we going to see a Chinakuni uh, entire retirement announcement? And the fact that he was Kujo, it was announced Kujo before this last Basho, I thought, no, he's not going to retire. Mm. He's, he's, he's saying, he's just saying he's injured. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are, post Chinakuni. Here we are. Uh-huh. Well, who knows? It could have been his Oyakata's decision because we find out often that it's not necessarily their decision that's made by others who think they should retire. So who yeah. knows? Oh, God, I don't know. And, and doing it on day 11 too, there's something about um, they seem to time it for maximum dramatic effect. <laughs> they did. Because if you do it before the Basho, maybe people aren't completely tuned in to sumo but you do it day 11 and especially during the basho that we had um in nagoya everyone's looking everyone's listening it's a great time to announce you're right it wasn't day three it wasn't day seven when people are like oh we're halfway through it was at the height of excitement just as the winning you know the guys at the very top are being set so you're right it was time perfectly it was vintage Chianakuni. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have some uh, questions here, and I just want to test your 
Chionokuni knowledge. Okay. Oh God. So let's see. Let's see you if can, you know. You can test the me too. I'll prove okay. that I'm also. Uh, you're not a dumbass, but I am 100 percent a dumbass. <laughs> well, how's the? We'll see if Dave knows the answer first, and if and he then, doesn't know it, he okay. can pass to pass. you. Okay, sounds, perfect. Sounds and I really won't know it. Okay, go okay. for it. These are very random questions. <laughs> yep. Okay, here it goes. What is Chionokuni's favorite flower? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yes oh yes where have you dug this up from um, <laughs> like well, i said if you go to the japanese newspapers they are filled with random facts about wow wrestlers. okay well I can't these are even... what fans want to know well i think i think he's i i don't know but i, I know he, he while he has a tough exterior he's uh very fragile on the inside so i'm gonna say a <laughs> oh. daisy okay okay <laughs> leslie what would you like to guess I'm gonna say a white rose. Ooh. Oh, very sensitive. <laughs> very specific. <laughs> very romantic. <laughs> well, we haven't really talked about that, but that's the way I see him. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm I'm sorry to say that you're both incorrect. Okay. Uh, what? But Dave was closer because his favorite flower is a sunflower. Oh, uh, okay. Isn't that a type of daisy? Isn't that the same thing? No. No. Oh, well. No. No. Wow. Okay. 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 In, the question number two. I have nine of these, by the way. Okay. <laughs> question number two. In addition to sumo, what else does Chiona Kuni have a big interest in? I, again, no idea. But I, I feel like he would like horse racing. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you sure you want to stick with that answer? <laughs> Baseball. Okay, Leslie, well, <laughs> do you have a guess? <laughs> Competitive ballroom. Oh, okay. Oh. Hmm. I mean, okay. I Think actually was going to go man. with baseball, but uh... no, no, no. Think about this man who has uh, spent a lot of his time doing sumo, getting mm-hmm. injured in sumo. What do you oh. think he might have? Oh, like, he wants built to be an interest in, an, like an EMT or a doctor, physical therapist. Mm, oh, it's not a sport. Warmer. For some reason, I you're thought it was warmer. a sport. Uh, I think accounting. <laughs> That's a good because one. I, I think it'd be a great way for him to help out in the restaurant is to keep an eye yes. on the books. Oh, yes. you're correct. Yes, yes, yes. But I, that is not the right answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, physiotherapy. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes, he is, has an interest in acupuncture and chiropractic medicine now. Okay. Okay. Well, can, can we just that makes sense. Clarify that. I, I wouldn't want anyone treating me who has an interest in chiropractic, <laughs> chiropractic, or whatever you call <laughs> right? it. Right? Is he studying it or not? I think you've got no. a. There's a line in the sand. <laughs> there is a line in the sand. <laughs> Don't touch my neck. But, but at this point, he just has an interest, okay. as far as I know. So if you want to. <laughs> Maybe if you want somebody to practice on you, yeah. he, he'd be no. into that. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Why did Chionokuni decide to enter the Kokonoi stable? Well, I think his older brother was already there. Is that right? Maybe. Maybe. Leslie, do you? Do I'm going to go guess? with he saw the hot bod that was Chiono Fuji and said... <laughs> 
I want to do what that guy's doing for the chicks. That's my guess. That's my guess. Okay. And he, and okay. he achieved okay. that goal. He achieved okay. it. He did. He did. He did. According to the newspapers, he entered that stable because of the food. What? They serve a real good chonko. Wow. Well, that's that's not yeah. nearly as exciting. But okay. I mean, it has to be a good chonko. Yeah. It yeah. is practical. Yeah. One of okay. his favorite foods is eel. And I yep. guess they serve a lot of eel in their chonko. All right. There then. you go. There yeah. you go. He knows See? what he likes. Yep. There are other okay. ways to get eel <laughs> rather than easier ways. Committing right? your life to sumo. <laughs> <laughs> I think they sell it okay. in the supermarkets there. I know. It would be a lot cheaper ultimately. <laughs> yeah. Okay, according to his official JSA profile, what is his hobby? Calligraphy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I would imagine him a man of the fine arts. I'll say poetry. (laughs) Oh, you both are giving him such more personality than he really has. Oh, okay, watching TV. (laughs) Manga, anime, what is it? Health management. Oh, what does that what? mean? He's proving to be way more of a boring person than I, I. This episode was leading me to believe. I feel that someone else has written this for him. Who says they're interested in health management? I think you're right. I bet his oyakata did write that one. Yeah, poor Jake, because the, that is the official profile. So anybody yeah. could have written that one. That's JSA publicity guy. Yeah, the publicity guys looked at the form and Chinakuni's put drinking and gambling. He's like, why don't we say health management? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next question. Name a part of his body that he didn't injure doing sumo. His ankles. Oh, that's a good one. We think his ankles are okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, but he did injure his ankles. Okay, I think... Ah! I know his shoulders were bad. I assume the elbows were bad. I think he's... Hips? The hips are... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll say, yeah, I'll say his knees. I think his knees were okay, weren't they? Nope. Okay. Um, He had kneecap problems. He had uh, ACL stuff. Yeah, no, he had, yeah. Shins? You know, there's nothing about his shins, okay, so, so he did correct. not have shin splints. What, what condition were the toes in? I think the toes were okay, weren't they? I think you're right. The toes were okay. <laughs> I would have taken toes, shins, neck. He didn't appear to have any neck issues that I know of. Well, he would have been doing some self-chiropractor work. <laughs> That's true. self <laughs> Okay, when he was really injured badly, how long mm-hmm. did it take him to tape up before practice in the morning? Well, this is a fascinating question. I mean, it's minimum one hour. Correct, but it's more. <laughs> you are correct. What? I mean, who is he taping himself or is this... Somebody else taping them. And if it's somebody else, we have to have a discussion about how long this is taking. <laughs> yeah, we I might know. need to. Um, is it is it people hours maybe we could – because if it's a team of three each working for one hour, 
true. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know the width of the tape? Because that's going to come into calculations too. <laughs> that's What's true. It scotch oh my tape? God, I didn't even I think, think about scotch that. tape is the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't have these details. Okay. I just well, have a time. Let's say three. That's three hours. That's Dave's guess. What about Leslie? I'm going to go with uh, an hour and eight minutes. Oh, an hour and eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> specific. Awesome. specific. Yeah, very specific. Well, I mean, I like specificity. Well, according to an interview that he did in Japan, it took him okay. two hours to tape up before practice even started. I mean, that's outrageous. That's a waste of time. Uh, that's it? not a good use of time management. <laughs> it's... Yeah, how long does it take to get it off then? Probably. Well, right, would the you have same? to cut it off? I don't know. Would you soak it? I I'm mean, not sure. He was somewhat of a mummy, you know, when I saw yeah. him towards the end. Yeah. But still, that's I mean, that's extraordinary. Like something's wrong with his fingers if he if it takes him that long <laughs> yeah, to no. tape up. Like you but know when you start right. off a new roll of tape and you've got to pick the the start of it. <laughs> maybe it just took him a long time to do that. <laughs> And his bad eyesight and bad fingers. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> right. Now, where did I put that tape? <laughs> and memory. Yes. <laughs> okay. Two more questions for you. Uh, what was the nickname given to him by his younger Haya mates? Mm. Well, that's – I haven't heard a nickname. Well, obviously, Chianacucci, I think, is what they called him. <laughs> That's what we call him here. <laughs> it's a better uh, nickname. I think they would have called him. Um, oh, I'm not sure. I can't even guess. It sounds like it could be in a new like Top Guns movie, like this, like the Ace. Scrapper, or like the Badger, or like uh, Goose. the Ferret. Yeah, the- on the right track. <laughs> Are we, are Dave we is closer. Is it rodent? Wait, what did Dave say? No, Dave is closer. Goose? Mongoose? No. Uh, the duck. Uh, ice? Duck man. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was Phoenix. Well, I like that. Uh, I like that. Okay. It's so appropriate, isn't it? Yeah, but like um, there's a bunch of other phoenixes. I mean, Hakaho was a phoenix, right? But... They all have Phoenix in their name, but he was the Phoenix. I don't know. They just it, called him a Phoenix. Bit, it's a, not a great nickname. Do you yeah, know what I mean? He wanted it to be more specific, yeah, yeah, to his personality. It's a little bit of a letdown. It is a bit of a say. letdown. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this I'll is call the, him and let him know. The only quiz where we're telling the people that they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it to be like the Joker or the oh, prankster. I you like know, that. like we find yeah. out more about who he is, but we're just finding out he likes health management and he has the name that Phoenix. <laughs> well, I, I, reckon, I think noodles would be good because he helps out in the ramen restaurant. Oh, oh, I like that. You know, you're nudes. a little bit of a playful nudes. Yeah. Nudes. <laughs> the nudes. <laughs> okay, last question. <laughs> How many push-ups did he do every day when he was training his shoulders in practice? This was right after he right after he dislocated his shoulders. And remember, he's training with Chionofuji. So how many push-ups was he doing in practice every day? Well, Firstly, we've got to acknowledge that often Rikishi do tiny little small 
sumo push-ups. So yes, yes. I think we can think big with this number. Yes. <laughs> I mean, correct. I think he could probably knock out a thousand of those little sumo push-ups. <laughs> ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, ding. You hit really? it on the nose. <laughs> Amazing. I was going to say he's just so injured that he could probably only do three. No, those little ones. I, I the mean, little dink, the dink, dink ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, that's not really a proper push-up. But I'll yeah, do a thousand right now they're... and you can listen. <laughs> I imagine, you know, him being like, hey, will you guys just hold my legs? I'm going to do a thousand little mini push-ups here. <laughs> my shoulders are going to be great. And the, uh, the younger Ricochet are like, okay, Phoenix, yeah. we'll hold your legs. <laughs> we'll do it, but only if you'll do some chiropractic stuff on me later <laughs> or maybe try some acupuncture on me that sounds good <laughs> dave this has been really fun talking with you about chiona coochie chiona y'all <laughs> we love your podcast i listen all of the time so thank you thank you thank you for doing what you and amy do i'm a big fan and i still have never tuned in to your jurio um, live. Oh you yeah, it. you should come yeah. and uh, come and hang out sometime. Um, it's a good good bunch of people hanging out there. When do you do it, and how do you do it? We on it, YouTube uh, on our YouTube channel. We stream Jurio and add some commentary. So we do it on day one, day eight, and day fifteen. Wow, perfect. And then, how can people find you if they haven't listened to you yet? Oh yeah, so you should check out our podcast, Sumo Mainichi. We Put a episode out every day of the basho, six bashos a year. Uh, you can find us on every podcast platform that is available, I believe. <laughs> but you're probably going to go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. It's been so much fun chatting it, with you, Dave. It, it's so good to speak to you both. We're very, very big fans of Sumo Kaboom, so it's great to be uh, on the episode today. Well, one day we'll find ourselves hopefully sitting in a press box during a oh, show. Yes. All of us together. Best. We need to Japan. do this. I yes, know. we do. We'll put it out to the world and make it happen yeah. somehow. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> somehow. So I well, think that's it for us today. Yes, that is it. I loved chatting with Dave. Now I want oh, to too. like sit down with him and Amy. So yes. maybe we have to make a trip to Australia. Ooh, but, I'm uh, in. I'm, I'm in too. I love Australia. But, I do uh, too. Thank you to Dave for sitting down with us and bringing us some highlights on Chiono Kuni. Yes, Chiono and we missed, we missed you, Amy. We'll have to talk with you next time. That's right. Well, until next week, I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Mm -hmm.